possibilities. We are the vestiges of small tweaks to creation, together and forever, indissolubly knit, imperfectly apart, yet coming together in the end, which is the beginning. We were once apart. Oh yes, there was a me, and there was a you. But we are together, forever. We were not always so. We did not know the other existed. How do you know this? I have found a memory. A memory? Things used to happen in sequence. A memory is a point in a sequence that has special significance. Where did you find this memory? It struck me like light from a long lost star, something that occurred in a galaxy far away, which we are only now seeing. And what are we to do with it? Ponder it. Turn it over and over, inside and out, backwards and forwards, to see what it means. Show me. Behold the face of a man in a mirror. He dwells alone amongst papers and books. Is he always this sad? Not always. That's why we have this memory. It was precious to him, and it connects with many others throughout time, like cracks in crystal or fingers of lightning. And now, here she comes. She? The other. I call the one he and the other she. I don't know why. She looks frail. Almost a wisp. He greets her. Happy New Year. She has something in her hands which he takes from her. Their lips came together. He gave her a kiss. See how his face lights up? But she did not give him one. He leads her into his room. She is impressed. He has straightened up. And there are decorations, bright colors and shapes. Did he make it special so that they would remember it? Now you are catching on. He takes a vessel from the package and pours out red liquid. Into wine glasses, which they put to their lips. The liquid makes them warm inside. What's on the tray beside them? Food. Delicacies of all sorts. Fish eggs, and goat cheese, and cranberries, and nuts, and pâté. Pâté? Souls whirled into the mist. She puts it on a cracker. Mmm, good, <laughs> she says. Why are you laughing? <laughs> what did you do to the pâté? Nothing. It tastes a little salty, but the texture is fine. <laughs> he can't stop laughing. Now she is laughing too. Crumbs are falling out of her mouth. Why is this so funny? Because, he says, it's not really pate. 
It's not? No, it's deviled ham. A dollar forty-nine at the Walmart. Fooled me. Sorry. I thought it was funny. She doesn't want any more food. He is talking again. It's New Year's, and when I called, and you said you weren't doing anything, and since I wasn't doing anything either, I just thought that maybe... I know our relationship ended months ago, but if you need some company, I mean... You don't have to stay, no strings attached. I just, I, I just thought it would be a good excuse. I've missed you, she says. And I you. He practically shouts that one. I just can't live with you. I understand. Do you? You need to be free. That's only part of it. What is the other part? You don't need me, she says. But, but I love you, he swears with all his heart. You love the idea of loving me, but you don't really love me. That's given him something to think about. He knows she is right. So what does he do now? If it were me, I would do whatever she asks. He's taking his time coming to that conclusion. He wants it to be otherwise. He's willing it to be otherwise. Look, he has it. But, he tells her, it's still love. That's why I came. And it's New Year's. We've got tonight. Tonight. They move close. They feel the warmth of each other's bodies. The tingle of breath on neck. The hair tickling an earlobe. The rush of blood to cheeks. They kiss again. Long and languid, like forever. They close their eyes and drift into the darkness. Where did they go? bed. They have become intertwined. Like us? Yes, except for them it only lasts for a little while. Yet they seem happy. Yes. Now the light has come back on. He has left her and has gone across the room. His face is bathed in a cool blue glow. His fingers move. He is making words. Now she looks like he did before. Unhappy? She feels that he has finished with her. That he was using her to supplement his real love. Now he feels free to get back to it. Look how passionately his fingers fly. She rises. She moves with such quiet grace that he does not hear her approach. She watches over his shoulder as he types. He catches her reflection on his computer screen. He grins. I thought you were asleep. I am your inspiration. My muse. I'm going to clean up and go home, since you are otherwise occupied. No, don't. Keep writing, she tells him. 
She goes into the bathroom, and there is a sound of running water. She emerges after a while to find that he hasn't budged. Must be a great story. The story has festered for months. The characters have grown apart, and he wants to bring them back together. Yet every plot idea seems too simplistic, too contrived. But he may have found a way. He is rewriting the entire piece. She is leaving. Just let him finish this sentence. The door is closing. Wait! He calls. Too late. Now he is unhappy again. But not as unhappy as before. Is that all? No. The memory keeps going. What is that sound? The phone. Someone is trying to call him. Hurry. Hello? It's the hospital. Yes. Something's happened to her. I'll be right there. I can tell by his eyes. How fast he moves. He throws on his clothes and looks for his keys. There goes the lamp. He'll get to that later. Crunch over shards of glass. What does it matter? He's out the door and down the steps of the apartment building and into the cold night. Then he's driving the car with no heat and the windows frost over and he can barely see his way to a large gray building outside of town. He parks and bright lights summon him to the emergency room. He asks at the desk where she is, but he is not allowed in. He must wait. He sits down, his head in his hands. He knows it's bad. A man in a blue outfit and a mask comes in. I am sorry, he says. She's gone. An overdose. Can I see her? He asks. You are not immediate family, he is told. The trip back home takes forever. It seems colder than it was. Bitter. What then? Too late, he realizes how selfish he has been. He begins to drink far more than he had before. He drinks on into the night until the memories fade. After a time, he starts to write again. He absolutely tears into it. He cares about little else. He lets himself go. He hardly eats or bathes. He makes a sojourn out for supplies once or twice a week, but otherwise, he lives like a hermit. So, this is pain. Long-term, never-ending pain. The dull ache that reminds one constantly of non-existence. I don't think she meant to hurt him like this. I think he knows that deep down, but knowing that hurts even more. How foolish he is to be so miserable. He didn't know. She didn't know. None of them know. It goes on and on, another day and another. He is writing, 
and pondering and writing again. He never lets anyone read what he has written. He doesn't even save it. He is trying to find her through his words. I wonder if... The memory is over soon. What is that sound? It is a buzzing in his ears. I don't think he is doing very well. It's getting louder, but he is ignoring it. Now he can't concentrate. He takes off his glasses and wipes his brow. He is in a cold sweat. His body quivers. He slumps to the floor. What has happened? He has had a stroke. Won't somebody help him? It will be a few days before someone finds him. By then, he will have fallen into a deep sleep from which he will never recover. He's looking up at us, like he knows we're watching. This is where the memory ends. Now it just repeats itself over and over, on into eternity. That was just one found memory? Yes. And how many more memories are out there? Uncountable trillions. Are they all as sad as this one? I don't know. If they are, then maybe they should stay lost. But what if they bring joy as well? I wonder. We could explore them if you want. Yes. Let's. You know, I have a strange affinity for that man. Almost as if he were me. And I feel the same way about her. That's curious. Yes. Wait. I have it now. Sharon? Peter? I, I found, found you, you at last. Memories starred Parker Webb and Monica Norco. Music by Jim McPherson. Written, directed, engineered, and narrated by yours truly, Damon Norco. Thanks for listening to the Possibilities Podcast. Enjoy our next episode coming soon. Happy New Year.